1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes.
0: Hello, it is the GoBirds podcast presented by Parks, Casino and Sportsbook. It is a playoff preview podcast. Elliot Shore Parks, if you had told me, I mean, even like seven weeks ago, but but particularly at the beginning of the season and the off season, that those are actually words I would be saying the, the second week of January. Of, of 2022 i would have told you you were crazy and i did essentially in the arguments we had about it you would have told me that you were right we're here they're in the playoffs how you feeling pal?
2: well i wouldn't have told you that after vegas but what, no what's...
0: no no but at the beginning of the season we'll, we'll just go with that one
2: so this week has been much more like previewing the game talking about the game obviously since since everyone knows who the opponent is And I've really been looking forward to this pod because throughout the week I've been doing hits like I I was on with you, uh, Angelo, like the afternoon show, you know, Jillio and all that stuff. And I feel like I have so much to say that when I'm giving my answers, I'm, like, running out of breath by the end of them. Like, I'm, like, talking for, like, you know, my answers are normally, like, a minute and a half, whatever, like, two minutes. But by the end, I'm, like, when I stop, I, like, exhale really big. Because there's no question I can answer now with this game that doesn't take me like, eight, di- eight, 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 eight like different directions. Like, someone could ask me, like, Ellie, what do you think of the offensive line? And, like, I an- I end the question talking about, like, Jalen Hurts passing game. Like, I j- I'm just, like – I haven't looked this much into a game. I feel like in a while, because towards the end of the season, it was much more about like matchups, you know, or, you know, like playoff scenarios or talking about hurts, big pitcher, Sirianni, big pitcher, and actual matchups weren't super exciting because everybody thought they would beat the Giants and Washington, and then Dallas didn't play their starters, and before that, it was the Jets, and like there hasn't actually been a game for a while where I said to myself like wow, I got to, like, dive into the matchups. And I've done that a lot more with this one, and it's exciting. Just It's, like, exciting to have a game that everybody's super pumped for, everyone's going to be watching, everyone's talking about. And as you can even tell with my first little thing here, I have a lot to say about it.
0: Yeah, I can tell. I love it, though. And look, I'm with you. I, I had the exact same type of thought, the idea of, like, just actually getting excited for for a real important football game feels foreign, especially after the last two years. And, you know, especially because, like, this season, like, you know, like you kind of said, this season there have been important football games, but not – Important football games against a good team, and, and certainly not a playoff game. You know, all the the games they played against good teams early in the season. Obviously, you know they lost, you know, the, the, against the really good teams, but also they were all early in the season. They weren't like quote unquote. It was so long ago. Super important games and stuff. It's really been since you know 2019 that we've seen the Eagles since that playoff game that there's been a game like this. And obviously, it is a playoff game. But um, and, and even then, I think. You know, I think this this one feels more exciting because I think, obviously, of, of last year, you know, we were coming off the Super Bowl run. And, yes, it was fun to have Carson there and, and all that. But, you know, Seattle, you know, they always lose to them. We play them so many times. This is Brady. This is a team that, you know, we didn't expect to be here. It all Like, it's the least... It's the most just excitement and least stress I've had going into a playoff game in as long as I remember because, look, I, I honestly, I don't expect them to win. I, I think they can, and we'll like you said, we'll dive into it all. I think they definitely can win the game, but, but I'm not expecting it. I don't go into this saying I expect the Eagles to beat Tom Brady. I don't expect Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts in their first ever playoff game to go on the road and beat Tom freaking Brady. I almost cursed there. Like, so, you know, I don't expect it. So it's a weird feeling, Elliot. Like, I feel, I, I like, I hate the term house money, but, like, I feel like it's kind of house money here. Like, I am i don't want them to get blown out, obviously. I don't want it to be an embarrassing loss and all that. But I feel like, short of that, like, I feel great about this season. I think it was a success no matter what. And I'm just going in being like, sure, let's have some fun and watch Eagles in a playoff game. It's a weird feeling, man.
2: Yeah, so a little... Inside baseball. Yeah. Yes, playoff week you
0: nailed it. What a good sign for this team.
2: It is. It's a good it is a very good sign. So we're recording this Thursday night. It's like quarter to nine right now, which by the way, is like ungodly late. I and feel like also this time something of the
0: year, we never do. Like this Yeah, is, we never do. This is playoff week. Normally we, we, you know, recorded the studio, figure it out, this and that. Like we just had to make it happen. Like things happened that got right. in our so way. I
2: in. And we yeah, yeah, you filled in. So, you know. So it's been a busier week than expected, so that's why we're getting the pod to you uh, so late. But a little inside baseball, like uh, the show today was about whether or not the season's a success or not already, and I think the answer is like pretty clear. And I, <laughs> I, I've, I don't know how you did a show about it; like it's so obvious to me. Yeah, of course and, like, it there is. There were people there were people that called in and, and were like, you know, you know, you're not really sure about Jalen Hurts, or like you can't go into this game with a defeatist attitude and those type of things. But like, I just think if when the season started. And, look, we all had our different predictions. My 11-win prediction, like, gets talked about a lot. But, like, ultimately, we all agreed this season was about finding the head coach and the quarterback. Like, that's what this season was about. And we can debate Jalen Hurts, and we'll certainly debate him a lot, I'm guessing, this offseason, and depending on what he does on Sunday – but I don't think you can say that this season was anything but a success for Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, and if you want to do, by extension, Howie Roseman. Like, the, the two main people don't that we you were you like, love him to throw
0: Howie in there.
2: Well, you know, I'm just, well, he is an important figure. <laughs> I know. But, like, the main two people that everyone was like, okay, yes. end the season feeling good yes. about the head coach and the quarterback, I think you have to feel good about him. Like, maybe you don't think Jalen Hurts is a guy for the next, like, seven years, but if we're ending the season saying, the only people that it's like a discussion about are like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and I guess maybe Deshaun Watson. Like that's a pretty good season for Jalen Hurts. Like there were points of this season where I was thinking, and we talked about it, like would they trade Kirk for Kirk Cousins? Like I don't even think we – You, you knew I was
0: not thinking about this. And I yes. wasn't either.
2: I was talking about <laughs> them. But like, you know, would they would they think about Baker Mayfield? Like there were definitely stretches of the season, you know, three, four weeks there where you thought maybe that would be it. And th- that's not what it's going to be. So – I definitely think this season is as a success in that regard. By the way, success is a tough word when you say it again and again, and it can go a lot of different ways, which you don't want to say words in there where it doesn't sound great. So yeah, it's true. It's a tricky one with the, uh, if you mess it up, it could sound inappropriate. So doing it all all day on radio, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. little tricky, but I just think like the over under for them was six and a half. They were expected to have one of the worst rosters in the league. Like, they're in the playoffs. And I also think another reason that shows this year was is already a success is, like, people actually think they could win on Sunday. I don't know how many people are going to end up picking them. Like, I, I mean, I'll probably end up picking them. I picked them on the midday show, but I'm very 50-50 on it. Like, I don't have a good feeling on this game one way or the other. But, like, the fact it's even a thing people are talking about is crazy. So, I don't think you can go out there on Sunday and get blown out. If they go out there... And it's not close if they just get completely annihilated. That'll certainly put a damper on what they've accomplished. But I just don't see any world in which the season is not already a success.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I Again, that's why I was joking. But I really don't know how you do a four-hour show. Props to you on being able to pull off a four-hour show discussing whether it was a success because I think it was just such a clear success you know I just I don't even think it was a question and to your point you know first of all I never you know I was never I I, I never thought the Eagles would consider the Kirk Cousins Baker Mayfield thing but I get your point like there was certainly lots of moments this season when we, the fan base, and, and granted me less, you know, I, while I was not as, and credit to you, you were telling me for, for weeks and weeks, Sirianni's the dude, Sirianni's the dude, Sirianni's the dude. Guess what? Sirianni's the dude. But I did not bail on Hurts. Like, I really did stick with him, and I, and I you know, yeah. like, I, I that was kind of the side I was on. And, and I, I feel really good about it because I think with Jalen, like, the way that I, I've looked at it all season long is – and the thing that I don't think it's talked about enough, and people are starting to say it now, and we're seeing it, you know, youngest Eagles quarterback to ever play in a playoff game and all that, but but I've been Freaking harping on the fact that he's 23 years old, like he's 23. He is starting a playoff game, a playoff game after 20 starts as an Eagles quarterback, and he's still younger than the first time Carson Wentz took a snap with the freaking Eagles. Like, I, I just, I keep saying that fact because it's so astounding to me that there are people who are like, "Hertz isn't the guy." It's like, you know what? Maybe he's not the guy. And there have certainly been games this year where I think we all were like, "Oh man, Hertz certainly didn't look like the guy." But he's still so young, and what we have seen from him, from his growth from being an 18-year-old at Alabama to now, has been impressive. Like, he has become a better football player before our eyes. Just his growth from Game 1 in New Orleans till now, and certainly Game 1 this season until now has been incredibly impressive, man. And he well, is, he's dynamic you. and and he is getting better, man. Like and, and I hear quickly before you ask me the question, like I do think an important part about him getting better is that I think the areas where he needs to get better and still Are areas where you can improve. You can improve mechanics and accuracy and all that type of stuff. We've seen guys do it. Josh Allen, you know, is the one that always has talked about recently. Like, guys can improve on that stuff. The stuff that's much harder to improve on, as we see with a dude out in Indy, which we will talk about, don't worry... But, like, as you see with him, the stuff that's much harder to improve upon is this, the, the above-the-shoulder stuff, the who you are, the how you carry yourself, the way guys gravitate towards you, the, the, the way your work ethic is, the way you look at the world. Like, that's way harder to change, and that's the stuff that Hurts is, like, way beyond his years
2: in. So, I, I just, I, I don't know how you couldn't come out of this season feeling positive about him. So this is a little, probably more macro than we, right, drink. A little more macro I than we want to get. I was drinking as you said that. It was water, there but still. Um, Then we want to get on this pod because I do want to get into, like, this matchup, the offense versus defense, all those things. But one thing that came up a lot on the show was people saying, and uh, the person I was hosting with, John Marks, was kind of saying this, like, you know, But I don't know if they they would say, I don't know if Jalen's the guy for the next four years. Or like, can I, like, is Jalen going to start in 2022? Yeah, but can I tell you he'll start in 2023? I don't know. And I think, like, to what you're saying about, like, knowing he's the guy, like, I I don't even know what that question means anymore. Like, I don't even know what it means to be a franchise quarterback. Like, does it mean that you're definitely the guy for five years? Because if that's the case, how many people really qualify for that? Like... Maybe Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. I Mahomes, guess Kyler Murray. Like guess, yeah, Mahomes, Burrow. Burrow like, not
0: that many though. Yeah. Not
2: that many, right? And even like five years is an eternity. Five years ago, the Eagles hadn't even won the Super Bowl. Five yeah, years ago, car, Doug yeah, Peterson. It's a great
0: point. Yeah. Right. So
2: like, I just think when it comes down to it, the new way I'm looking at this is. If someone says to me, "Do you think Jalen hurts the quarterback? like the quarterback of the future, whatever?" It's going to come down to me for this. I think they can win with Jalen Hurts in twenty twenty two, and I think he's young enough and has enough potential that he could be the guy in twenty twenty three. And like that's it, perfect. And then you figure it out from there. And uh, then I love after twenty twenty two, especially
0: with how old he is. This jives perfectly with what I'm talking about. I was like, let's
2: see if he gets better because he really can. He's really young, and there's room to get better. Well, and the other part of this is, so let's say after 2022, which is when he's the first time eligible for his contract, if, if he starts all next year, like obviously we're taking 15 steps ahead, but let's say it gets to the point where we're doing podcasts talking about paying him, right? Like we just saw the Eagles pay Carson at the time, like the biggest quarterback deal in franchise history and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they just traded him and got over it. So like the, even this idea of like making a long-term commitment to somebody and blah, 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 like. The cap's a joke. We're we're learning that over the last two years. Like, the cap deflated by 20%, and the Eagles were still okay. They still were able to bring guys in. This year, they're going to have a ton of cap space. So, like, part of me is like, you know, it just doesn't matter if you think Jalen's going to be the guy in 2024. Like, nobody knows the answer to that. The only thing you can answer definitively right now today is – do you think when the Eagles go into a game, Jalen Hurts gives them a chance to win? And I think throughout the season, that has become more and more an answer of yes. Like, early on in the year, he wasn't playing that well. Many of them were running it, and he wasn't throwing it. But, like, he played really well against Washington. He made nice throws in that game to help them win. Like, I just think that's what it comes down to. When we're talking about, like, was it a successful year? Before the year, we thought that they could win with Jalen. Me and you did. But it was a huge unanswered question. We had no idea what he would look like. He's now played 15 games, right? he missed two games so he played 15 games this year we have a way bigger sample size and it was a success if before the year anybody would have said Jalen's gonna take them to the playoffs throw for over 3,000 yards and rush for over 750 yards everybody in the world would have said that's a successful season for Jalen honestly like I even think if you said before the season those were his numbers we might have talked about maybe he'll be getting MVP consideration as crazy as that sounds like so I think we should take a step back from the micro analysis so opposite of macro and take a bigger picture look and say the Eagles have found their quarterback for 2022 and that's literally all that matters
0: yeah, and again, the, the age matters too because the point is they found a quarterback for 2022 who you f- we feel like they can win with in 2022, but also who could get much better in 2022 and be that much better for 2023. It's like not just like a guy like well, like you can win with a, a Kirk Cousins in 2022 too. theoretically, like I don't think. Like that type of guy, I don't think him in particular, but like The point is you can win with Jalen and also still potentially have a future with him. Like,
2: that's the Right, the window's not closed on Jalen. Like, you can win with him by also feeling like there's a future. For sure. So, like, yeah, I I definitely agree with that assessment. Man, there's something I wanted to say to you.
0: I'm sure it'll come out. I can't remember. I'm sure it'll come out. I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah, let's dive into the game. I thought it was a very good point. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was. That's the problem of having 8,000 things you want to get to in a pod, you know? I know. A few of them are going to fall by the wayside. All right, let's get to the game and uh, because let's dive into this stuff as you said you got a lot of it in you and we haven't gotten the chance to really like break down a game in a long time and i'm with you it is fun because i remember like back in the day when we, like that would just be what we did for like every right game it was like oh yeah like this matters let's go this matters let's go we even did a whole segment about hamilton yeah we, we used like, to do like days? matchups like actual matchups so yeah. so let's let's dive into this and since we just talked so much about Hurts and Sirianni not as much about Sirianni I think we don't need to we both know where we stand we're both really freaking psyched about Nick Sirianni um but uh, here's what I'm gonna do um instead of diving into to Hurts and the offense and what they need to do and we'll get into the macro of the game mm-hmm. but I'm gonna just start with a question for you and you know Tom Brady's been a big topic this week you know he has been You know, as he should be. You know, they're playing the GOAT. The last time they played him, they beat him. I don't know if you know that. In the playoffs. I just want to make sure people remember that. that. It's just a simple question. Are you nervous for your boy, JG?
2: I mean, it depends on how you define nervous. Like, again, this is... Okay, and also, (laughs) you said you would pick a number. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you want to do it today or on the Saturday show, but you said you'd pick a number on what you deemed a successful game for him. But like here here's my thing with the defense versus Tom Brady. On one hand, like of course, like like I don't know like how we've talked ourselves into like twisted ourselves into a pretzel where it's like the Eagles have a chance to beat Tom Brady, right? Like, think about that. Like the twenty seventeen team we knew was special and we knew like they were in the Super Bowl, like all that stuff. Like We're talking about the Eagles going into Tampa Bay, a team I'm pretty sure I picked to, I think actually I guess I picked the Rams, but a team that I picked to like at least potentially be in the Super Bowl. So on on, uh, one hand, I'm like, of course it's a tough matchup for the defense. Of course it is. It's Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time against a rookie defensive coordinator in Jonathan Gannon. So of course I'm nervous about that, especially because I've been painted as the Gannon guy now, right? So like the personal brand is on the line here. But then the other part of it is, what's the real expectation? Like, I think like if you're talking about the offense and hurts, like there's real expectations they have to meet with Gannon. It's just like, don't give up 40 points. Like if you look at the page, not the Patriots. Wow. If you look at the, uh, the Bucks this year with Tom Brady, I think they've been held under 30 points four times. Like, they've been held under 25 points, maybe, like, three or something. Like, they just don't get held under 30 points. So, and it might be six times under 30. But regardless, it's not a lot of games. They very, very routinely score over 30 points. So, like, yeah, like, if they give up over 30 points, I'm sure people like you are going to come on and be like, oh, I can't, blah, 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 But, like, that's just what happens against this team. So, I, I guess I wouldn't say... I'm not nervous, but maybe since I'm rambling, that's a sign of nervousness. I I'm
0: just nervous. think it's also a sign of nervousness that you just have already got your your excuses laid out. Like you've already got. But it's not an excuse. <laughs> it's not an excuse. <laughs> it's like, oh well, you know, it's, it's a really good offense. They score 30 points every game, so because of 30, it's like obviously. G- give mean,
2: me, give them. me a number. You don't yeah. have to stick to it. You can change it on Saturday. But like, be real. What's a realistic expectation for you?
0: In terms of like, I will come out of the game and say the defense had a good game. Yeah, I will. Yes, I will concede dependent.
2: that it could be very different. Like in the yes. first game, they give up twenty eight, but we all yeah. know it could have been thirty five. Yes. Like I will concede yes. that. Yes, but.
0: Uh, I would say if they can hold them, like I'm not going to be raving or whatever. But if they hold them to twenty four points, I'll say you know what, the defense had a, a really good day out there. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. I agree. I think 24 is a. If they score 24 points. It's a fair number, right? Like, I'm not being a dick. I'm, like, trying to. Like, that's a fair number. No, I
2: think that's good. That's, that's good. Okay. I mean, look, 24 would be hard, like, for sure. But I agree with you that if they give up 24 points, that's a, that's a good day at the office. I agree. For, for Gannon. I think anything under 30 is good, but I'll agree that, like, 24. I don't see how you could come on the pod and say he didn't play well. They didn't do well if they give up 24. Yeah. Like, who knows? Again, but never know. I'd yeah, be surprised.
0: It could be 24 to nothing, and, and they just shut down the second half. Yeah, that guy. I think if the offense is horrible. So let, let's get to that. What do you expect? Talk about some of the matchups from a – because I, I think, like, look, everyone knows it's, like, Brady, right? We know that Gronk's there. We know Evans is there. We know Fournette's there. And we know that – Tampa Bay, you know, we talk a lot about the Eagles' offensive line being the best in football, and we're going to get to them in a second year. But like, you know, you've talked about this. I think a lot of people know, but Tampa Bay is right there. I mean, they're they're one of the five best in the league offensive lines. They're they're a fantastic offensive line. The interior is great. The tackles are great. Like they're legit. Um, so we we know that that's a tough challenge. The Eagles are going to have to score points to win. I mean, that's the the you know what we just the conclusion we just came to 24 points of the defense will be like ecstatic you know so and that yeah. means 25 at least for the eagles and and honestly like you said if they're going to shock the world i think they're going to have to put up 30 or or more obviously um how do they do it can they do it you know talk it out the the matchups kind of so what because i i think out, yeah because i think outside of like vita vea and like you know some of the the big names and the, the levante david thing is hanging out there i don't think people really know as much about the bucks defense as they do about the bucks offense.
2: yeah so at the bucks defense doesn't impress me and i don't know if i've just talked myself into that but like when i look at them they're not that great against the run. They're 16th in the league overall in yards allowed per carry. There's a lot of stats I've seen from like Rube and Gilio, where they're in the, like the low 20s since the last time they have played the Eagles. So they're not that great against the run. They don't have a ton of experience facing mobile quarterbacks this year. I'd have to double check their schedule, but they played Jalen Hurts, obviously. And then I think that's about it. Like Carson doesn't qualify as um, – I mean Josh Allen. I think they played Carson. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's certainly one of them. So like there's a few, but I, I don't think I don't think they've played more than two or three. Yeah, I guess. So they, to... Yeah, Taysom
0: Hill in that second Saints game, I guess, right? Because he didn't play in the first one, but
2: I think he played in the second one. Yeah, but he's not a real quarterback.
0: No, so no, really no. He's yet. just a mobile guy. You're right. You shouldn't even yeah, include him there. You're right.
2: But I was talking about guys. But um on. But yeah, so I, I think the Eagles can run the ball on the Buccaneers defense. I also then look at like so they're pass rushers. So Shaq Barrett looks like he's gonna play. Jason Pierre Paul looks like he's gonna play. But, like, how good are they going to be? That's kind of what it will come down to. Like, how actually healthy are these guys? Because if Shaq Barrett's playing, now, the Eagles offensive line, and actually this is what you said on the radio show today that I texted you and I said I disagreed with you. Oh, yeah, okay,
0: set this up. So, yeah, you didn't text me. It was when you came in for the show today uh, to do the the afternoon show, you were like, yeah, you said something today that I really disagree with. And I was like, what is it? And you're like, I'm going to tell you on the pod. I was like, yes, I love this. All right, so I have no idea what this is. Come at me.
2: So maybe it won't be a strong disagree from you, but like you said the Eagles are obviously a very good run blocking line, which they clearly are. And then you said they're like a way better run like I think they're an excellent pass blocking I line. I think they're a, a a good pass
0: blocking line. I don't think they're a great pass blocking line. You think they're a great but, pass blocking line? Well, I just think they I have think two it's tackles. Or just who are, that they're like a way better run block. Like they're an elite,
2: elite, elite run blocking line. But I think that yes, I agree with that. But I think they're also very good pass blocking. Like Lane Johnson, I don't have the stat in front of me, but you know it's something like I think they're great. Know, bet, yeah, five hundred snaps without a Richie sack. Richie made like, a good point. I think it's that the
0: guards are, are not as good at run
2: block, at pass blocking. But like the tackles, yeah, well the guards in the are center. inexperienced. Yeah, yeah. So I think that but, but was but the more good the thing point. against the Bucks is like if they were playing Aaron Donald, then that would be no, a no. It's a great problem. point. Yeah,
0: Vita Vay is much much tougher against the run than the pass.
2: Right. So I don't think they're going to get a lot of pressure. So, like, even if Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre Paul are, let's say, 100%, Shaq Barrett's really good. Jason Pierre Paul didn't have as many sacks, I thought, when I went and looked it up, but he's still, like, a solid pass rusher for sure. But I, I just Lane like has the been, like, epic this year in pass blocking. Yeah. yeah Lane's right? been awesome. Yeah. And Jordan Milat is playing really well. Yeah. So I do think on the edge, lot has had a
0: couple fine. leaky games, you know, from the pass blocking perspective. But, but obviously, I think that could have been related to the injury and all that, too. I feel like it was generally around that time.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I think they're a very good pass blocking line. So when I look at the Buccaneers' front four, or they play a 3-4, I guess, but whatever, like their they're, they're two pass rushers and like Vita Vea. Um, I think the Eagles can handle them. Now, when it comes to running, I do think they'll be able to run on the Buccaneers, what I said, but also just like they run on everybody. I believe they're not going to run on somebody when I see it. So I believe they'll be able to run the ball on the Buccaneers. So then I look at the back seven, and Levante David looks like he's going to play, but he seems the most 50-50 of the bunch on if he'll actually suit up. But, like, even if he does, is he going to be 100%? Like, I just – I look at all these guys they have, and they're all coming back from injuries that are, like, either leg injuries or – I don't know. So, I, the defense from the Eagles' offense perspective doesn't – I don't think should, should scare the Eagles. And Then the other part of this is I was watching part of the Eagles-Bucks game from week six – and I think they have a few changes in the secondary, but, like, guys were open. Like, for as much as we make fun of Jalen Rager and, you talk about his how he struggled, he was getting behind the Tampa Bay secondary in that game. He drew two pass interference calls. that totaled almost 100 yards. There was another play where he was open, and Jalen Hurts didn't throw it to him. There were plays to be made there in the passing game that Jalen Hurts didn't make. Now, he did run it for positive yardage on some of those snaps, so you can't say it's a completely blown play. But I think the main difference, and we've talked about this you know, kind of as the season's gone on is Jalen's doing a better job, like staying in the pocket longer and reading the field. And that just is what happens when you grow as a quarterback and you have natural progression. So I think against this Buccaneer secondary, they'll be able to both throw it and run it. And then also they're getting Dallas Goddard back and they didn't have him for the first game. If you remember for the first game, Goddard didn't play and uh, Lane didn't play. So they had my at right tackle and Dillard at left tackle. Dillard is not a good run blocking Uh, tackle he's not a good offensive lineman in that regard so i think their offense is just way better miles sanders only carried it nine times in that game jordan howard didn't even touch it so they're just so much better on offense i think now than they were last time and the buccaneers i don't think are as good as on defense so anything could happen maybe hurts chokes maybe Sirianni choke like who knows but i really think this team can get into the high 20s uh early you know uh Low 30s against the Buccaneers.
0: All right, here's my biggest concern, and you just mentioned them because it's not Jalen Hurts. I actually am not. Look, I, I know it's a little scary because we've seen Jalen go and have have some games where he struggled. But you know, even when he starts slow, I, I feel like Jalen finds a way to p- put it together and at least be productive offensively. And it looked like his zip was back in the last game we saw him in. And you know, he got that extra week off. They've talked this week about it how he's likes better. Like I'm really not that concerned about Hurts. I mean, get it. You know, first playoff start for a 23 year old against the Goat. Like. I, yeah, I'm, I'm as nervous as anyone would be for that kid in that spot. But like, but like my real concern, cause I think if they can run the ball, like they're going to be okay, no matter what my big concern is the Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders piece, because the yeah. best this running game has looked this season has been with at least one of those two guys healthy, right? You know, it's been Howard and Scott Sanders and Scott S- Sanders and Howard, but like one of those two guys has been a part of it. Like, and if and I like Boston Scott. I think he's a really nice player, but if it's Boston Scott and Kenny Gamewell who are, you know, really, you know, the most effective backs because of Sanders Hannon because Jordan Howard has just not looked like the same player since coming back from Stinger. Like it just is what it is. He looks nothing close. We've talked about that. Um, that's actually my biggest concern because I, I feel like they need those guys, at least one of those two guys
2: to be dynamic to to win this football game. So it's definitely a fair a fair concern. It wasn't what I thought you were gonna say, so I'm definitely intrigued by uh by this concern. Now I think it's it's a fair one for a couple of reasons. One, like you mentioned, they need one of them. Like Boston's gotten Kenny Gainwell, anything's possible. They both have their like dynamic qualities to their game, but those are not who you want as the two lead running backs. The positive with Jalen Hurts, uh, uh, Miles Sanders is that he isn't coming off a leg injury, so it's not like you have to worry about him reaggravating. I know he's been dealing with an ankle all year, but like it's not like you have to... He's not Leonard Fournette coming off a hamstring injury. You don't have to worry about him like pulling it in the first drive or whatever. The concern is the ball security with the hand injury. Now, I don't know the intricacies of his hand injury. I don't know like how much it'll affect it. But ball security, of course, is a concern, especially if it's going to be raining, which I'm sure we'll get into. So I agree with you. The concern is the personnel at the running back. And if they don't get good games out of those guys, yeah, they're not going to win. But I think if they're both... If Miles is close to 100% and Jordan can give you like 80%, I think they could. I have I'm okay giving the ball to Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell. I just don't want to do it, you know, 15 times a piece. So if you have the full compliments of back complement of backs and the offensive line's playing well, I definitely think you can run the ball and it's going to be big because you have to control the clock, like especially early on. It's just so key to, like, sustain drives. Like, even if you just get a field goal out of it, or even if you just kill, like, four minutes off the clock and punt, like, it's just so big to control the clock and not let Tampa Bay just stay on the field. Like, that was the issue in the first game, is they had, of their first seven drives, I think six of them were three and out. So, like, they were just quickly getting off the field, and they weren't running it at that point. So it was, like, incompletion, incompletion, incompletion. Each drive was taking you know, like 40 seconds off the clock or something like that. So I definitely think that the absolute key is running the ball. And you're right, that like if the personnel is is not there, that's a major concern for sure. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say Sirianni wasn't going to run it early on.
0: Oh, no. I'm not too concerned about that. I, I, think, I think Nick knows what to do. I, I trust Nick. Like I think – I think in this game, in this spot, maybe he won't, and maybe it'll be the wrong decision, but I think he knows they need to come in and, and pound the ball. Like, I really do, especially like you talked about. I think with the way this this defense has been vulnerable uh, in terms of the running games, particularly their last 10, 12 games or whatever it is, like they have been mediocre against runs. So I feel good about Nick. I, and, again, I feel as good about Hurts as, as I can considering the age and the spot and all that, but – you know, look, could Hurts come out and stink? Sure. I, that wouldn't be shocking at all. But I, I feel, I don't know, I feel like a level of confidence with Jalen that he's not going to be horrible. You know, that he's not going to be the reason they lose the game. And, and again, I could absolutely so, be wrong. What were you
2: say? Well, all right. So let me just put this out here and tell me if you think I'm overthinking it. So I agree. But above the head is like great quality for Jalen. Super chill. Like talk to him this week. He's very calm. Like all those things. Is there like any part of you that's concerned that like Monday night in Dallas he played really poorly? The Thursday night against Tampa, he wasn't that great early on. He got benched in the championship game. I mean, Jeff McClain brought it up this week, and I don't know if it's a huge deal, but like in his first playoff game in high school, he lost by 50 points. So, like... I don't know. Like, am I overthinking this? That it's as as no, much I mean, as I don't, look, look, Yeah,
0: maybe. I mean, maybe that's a concern. Uh, you know, he was great in the Tuesday night game. He came out a little slow, but like, really, was that point. was like Goddard's fault and all that? But that was a national. I mean, I guess it wasn't technically a national game, but that's like a it was close. A story. seemingly big spot. You know, it's a night game. You know, on a Tuesday night, you're one of the only teams playing. Like, so I think you know and that, he did win a national championship, and he did to be win fair. a national championship. Yeah, so that's fair. so like I don't know though. Like in look, the stadium, you know, I'm a big believer. in... In, in certain guys, heartbeat hearts beat slower in big moments like that, like Derek Jeter, whoever you want to talk about, like those guys. Like they're just certain guys who, when they step to the plate, like their heartbeat's a little slower. Nick they're Foles, a bit, yeah, absolutely, yes. Nick Foles, we saw it in the mic drop. That's a perfect example. Like watching him, like you know, people like joke about and stuff, but like him going out in the huddle for that last drive and just looking at everybody. I mean, like first of all, I love you guys, like. That, right, that just that calm is as like, can be. That is like next level, like and calm I think under pressure. Has that in him I for do what it's too. Worth. I do too. He's yeah. got. He feels like he has that vibe to him. But again, I, I don't know. We have to see it happen. So it's an interesting concern. You mentioned the weather. I want to get to that in a second. We're still going to get to Wentz. and then I have some Buccaneers offensive parks too, picks. Where there's going to be a long pot, I think uh, quickly speaking of parks picks, which we'll get to. Download the, the the app. Like it's a perfect time if you've if listened to us all season and haven't downloaded the app yet. I I mean. It's weird. I don't know why you haven't. I mean, we've talked about it a million times and how great it it's is. It's just now. a
2: refusal at this point. It's like, a, it's stubbornness.
0: It's almost a slap in our face. I'm not saying it, yeah. but it's a little bit of slap in our face. But you know what? You can, you can make that up right now because the playoffs are starting. What a perfect time to download
2: the app and bet on these games and have fun, and we're going to give Man. our picks later in the pod. It's like, let's go. I thought I had the most clever bet on the face of the planet on Sunday night. I texted it to you and Jack. I was like, look. The Chargers and the Raiders should just kneel, right? They can just tie. They both get in the playoffs. I thought I was so clever. I did a same game parlay. Oh. I bet all the unders because I was like, if they just kneel, it'll be all the unders. And unfortunately, they didn't. But for like an hour there, I was like, I'm going to win tens of thousands of dollars because I'm so smart. And then I, I didn't. But I, it was certainly a rush for the time when I thought was I would. There, I told Kristen. Was like, there
0: anyone who told you that that was not a good idea and that you that, that it wasn't going to happen?
2: Yeah, it was probably you. It was me. Yes, I was like, "There's a
0: zero percent." But it was certainly a thrill. I was like, "Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell would run on the field and like slit the head coach's throats." Before they kneeled out a game on national television, the last game of the season with commercials to air and sponsors to get in,
2: and all it was just never gonna happen. Like the game would be over in an hour. Like it was just never gonna but happen. But the fun part is, as soon as I heard the news about the tie, the first thing I said was, How can I make money off this? Uh, uh, yes, yes. That is what you become. You yes. Really and that's why you need to get the app, and we're gonna bet
0: on all these games. We'll make our picks later. And uh, here's the deal the app's fun, it's easy to use, it's intuitive, and you can bet on anything. Anything and everything. And if you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. A no-brainer, a risk-free bet of up to $500. Just download the app in the App Store. Or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is your fund inside credits, websites, all the details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Let's get to your stuff about the the Bucks offense, and then we'll get to the weather. What What,
2: what do you got right, about so the Bucks offense? To you. I would not blitz Tom Brady. I just wouldn't. Like, I if you look at his numbers this year, the teams that have blitzed him the most have struggled against him. The teams that have not blitzed him and got it, gotten pressure organically have been better. And I'm, I'm sure that's, you know, with a lot of quarterbacks. But regardless, like, blitzing Tom Brady is not a good idea. And I know people want Gannon to be aggressive and, like, don't sit back. But, like... They're not a good blitzing team. They don't have the personnel to do it. Gannon hasn't shown he's that good at creating, at doing creative blitz. They've blitzed thirty; they're thirty-first in the league in a percentage blitz. Like changing who you are at this point in this spot just seems so risky to me. So, as frustrating as it is, like you're just gonna have to pray the front front four gets pressure, and you might just have to sit back and like hope that he makes a mistake or like become oh a, you know Ben don't break. No. I'm just saying, like blitzing I get. Look, not I get your point,
0: back. but but again, it's not. Like th- that's way too like binary, and that's way too uh, yes simplistic. Yeah, and amount, it's I more guess. like about disguising what you're doing. It's about trying to fool. Them. It's it's. They like, and I'm sure they are like, and it's uh, everyone in WIP says it. Everyone, like, you know, it's an obvious thing, but like, look at what the Saints did. Like, look at what the Saints did. The Saints shut him out, they beat him twice. But like, they don't they have the personnel a, for that. I know the Saints have a better defense, but they can at least try and do some things, like, disguise some things. Don't just be, because look, I, like, sure, yeah, I, obviously, if your front four can get pressure, it's going to be way easier, but this front four hasn't gotten pressure this year. Like, that's like, you know, like to your and point, that's like, my number one the,
2: biggest concern.
0: And that's the it, it's everyone. It's like it should be everyone going in this game. I think the defense versus Brady is the number one concern of the game. But like it, within that, it's the the front four, like the the this expensive front four, this fifty plus million front four or whatever it is this season. Like you know, and obviously Brandon Graham, they lost him. That's a that's a big loss. But like you know, they they. I think expecting them to go in and say, all right, guys, just go get them. And we'll sit back is like to the same idea of not changing what you do at this point. Like I think it's way riskier to assume that all of a sudden against one of the best offensive lines in football and one of the best pass blocking offensive lines in football, there's to go get them. Like, it's just silly. Like, and, like you can hope you can be like, maybe Fletcher Cox or Javon Hargrave has a superhuman game. And that's certainly possible. Those guys are great players, particularly Hargrave right now. But, I just think, like, you can't sit there and rely and say that. Like, yes, I get that blitzing Brady isn't the best, but I think you need to be creative. I think you need to disguise. I think you need to throw in some blitzes. I think you need to just not be – not just sit back and and let Brady pick you apart because relying on Tom Brady to make a mistake is not a winning strategy. You have to force him to make a mistake. You have to do something different. So I I wholeheartedly disagree with that approach.
2: So, but here's where I would push back on that. Like – Yes, in an ideal world, you would create disguised blitzes to trick Tom Brady. I agree; like that would be phenomenal. That would be the best outcome for this defense. But like, they're not going to do that. Like you, and this sounds like a cliche, and I know like we're doing whole the Brady Bingo on ninety four to but like. He, you can't trick him. Like he's he's seen it all. Like the, I don't. I and you also I'm can't the pro rely on guy. him to
0: like, make a mistake. Like you have to do something proactive. Like you can't just let Brady pick you apart because he will. Like the, the per, to your point, the personnel isn't good enough on this defense. Just sit there. You have to like coach it up. You have to scheme it up. Like that's what you do when your personnel isn't good enough to just win straight up to beat the man in front of them. Like you gotta help them. That's the whole. Point of coaching oh, but that's, and scheming—that's why and he's look, there,
2: right? And if 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 like the Eagles were facing almost any other quarterback, like if it was like Justin Herbert, even Patrick Mahomes, like I would be like, you're right, like you're right. But it's just going against Brady. I'm like feels
0: like a losing. Maybe we're I'd just asking lose, them
2: to do it to I'd do I'd it. Rather like
0: lose with them trying to trying to be proactive and and do something than to just sit back and wait for a mistake we've seen this we've seen that show we've seen it with every single good quarterback they face this year like it doesn't work it doesn't
2: work like we have evidence to show it doesn't work so in the first game i think the main issue was tackling like going back and look they missed a lot of tackles singleton missed four tackles they missed nine total tackles it was one of the highest totals of the season so I think that's certainly an issue. The other part of this is they are banged up. Like there's no Antonio Brown for obvious reasons. In case you went under a rock, there's no Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin's not playing. The guy who replaced Antonio Brown has a hamstring injury. Um, Gronk is back, and then there's Mike Evans. Like, but that's kind of to it. The wall for
0: Gannon.
2: I'm not going for the to the wall for Gannon. I'm saying like forget the Gannon thing. Would your strategy against Brady? Everyone in the world says the only way to beat him is to get pressure with the front four. Like everybody. But again, you can't just assume, like, obviously they're going to try. I'm
0: saying, like, you're not going to, like, not try and get pressure with the front four. But when it doesn't work, you have to have a backup plan. You have to be ready. You have to try other things. Like, And they need to do that. Like, you can't just keep knocking your head against the wall. Like...
2: I don't know. We I, I would going to get it. Like with me this personally, argument. I would be afraid. We, to
0: we do. will we will agree to disagree. All right, but, but that then. is
2: my number one concern. Like if, when it we it make it should pick be. I think, I think I think everyone should be. Like I think it's that's the number, a number one, one concern is the is the Eagles' defensive line versus the Buccaneers' offensive line. Sure, like yeah. And
0: in general, concern. it's on a macro sense. Drink. It's the the defense against Brady. But All even on
2: a macro sense, it's like that. Yeah, I get it. I get your I you. The defense. I got you. I got you. It's
0: the matchup of the game. I got you. Yes. Um,
2: all right, uh, the weather, um, overblown or not? Well, I mean, who are you talking to here? Like think about who you just asked that question to. Think about this. There are two things I think in life probably like obviously Kristen's number one. But like outside of that, there are two things that aren't family or friends that I think about more than anything in the world, and it's the Eagles and it's weather. So you're gonna ask me if you think it's overblown. I bought a rain jacket specifically for the game. I went out and bought a rain jacket for the game. Like, all right, well not for you for the game. Does it matter? Well, I want to look nice, but I want yeah exactly.
0: So no, but but I not not for you. I'm not you'll be fine that are you, is this something that you know like people I think are making a big deal of, of it like this is a big deal for the Eagles I definitely think it favors the Eagles but I'm not sure I'm ready to say this is something that could truly impact the football game in a major way
2: well, if it's 30 mile an hour, wind, that's the raining.
0: key, it's all I about the wind. The rain is like, yeah. meaningless. it's all about the wind. If the wind gets can't high enough, help it impact the game. So they say like, yeah, like everyone always says like rain is nothing. It's all about the wind. And if the wind gets above 20 and then really high above like 25, that's when it's like balls do start to sail. Balls don't go where quarterbacks want them to. And that's like a game changing type of thing.
2: Potentially. And I think whenever there's weather involved, it just helps the underdog. Like it just does. Like we can debate, and a lot I of agree. coaches say, when it's "I agree." Raining, I don't think there's any the question. Game. No way. Yeah, I'm but so I think it you. definitely benefits, uh, definitely benefits Eagles. The other thing is, and I think Joe DeCamara might have said this um wasn't it this year the Patriots game in New England Tom Brady played in the rain and played really poorly so you know obviously Patriots have a better defense and all and I mean on the flip
0: side I mean Tom Brady has played in a lot of bad weather games in New England over the years and and been fine so there is the
2: flip side to that yeah but I think if the Eagles had to ask like would you rather have it rain or not rain I think they'd pick rain so I agree I I don't know if it swings it but I think it's an advantage and I think the win's even bigger.
0: I think the win's even bigger because if you say, all right, the passing games just aren't going to be as good today and this is about running the football like we saw, you know, Bill Belichick doing Buffalo and obviously that's the extreme, like, the Eagles win that game. You know, that's the game they win. If they were in Buffalo that night where the winds were that bad where you literally couldn't pass the ball, like, the Eagles win that football game. You know, Brady is yeah. the biggest advantage that the Bucks have. So... Um, and like Leonard and, I, and coming again, I don't, an I don't think it's going to be that bad Winds, but let's hope it is. You know, pray, pray, pray for wind, you know, pray, pray for rain. They say pray for rain in but Tampa pray, Bay, not in Philly. pray <laughs> for wind. Yeah, no, we're good in Philly. None of that um, it's of snow. It, oh yeah i know son yeah well of course it is just to, to screw me over
2: yeah, um, hopefully my flight doesn't get delayed all
0: right yeah tell me about it um all right anything we're gonna get to our parks picks in a little bit i, I want to get to wentz and the coach firings. you got anything else on the game before we get to some other stuff we'll make no. our pick at the end I'm okay because we'll have me saturday too, too so. yeah yes 10 to uh uh one to three on saturday check us out uh all right carson um, obviously we had some fun on Monday reacting and it just is the gift that keeps on giving, uh, neither Frank Reich nor Chris Ballard comes anywhere close to committing to him for next season. Um, just, uh, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna dance on the grave. We're not gonna, you know, go too deep into it. It's Eagles bucks right now. We will have much more time to talk about this, but just your thoughts in, uh, in how the whence the new one saga
2: has unfolded, uh, over the last couple of days since we last talked. So I think it's just like, you remember that Justin Timberlake song, what goes around comes around. Like that is what is happening right now. Yes. Carson was smart to ask out of Philadelphia. I understand why he did it, but ultimately he showed a lack of loyalty when the Eagles had shown him nothing but loyalty. They paid, they gave the job back to him after Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. They paid him after he broke his back and Nick Foles took the team to the playoffs, right? They stuck by him. Uh, I know they drafted Jalen hurts and that's, That's, again, that's a thing. I'm not going to dispute that. But even after he had the worst possible season you could have ever imagined, he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. They got up there at the podium and they were like, we believe in Carson. Carson, how he said he's like, you know, it's like losing one of your fingers or whatever. Even Nick Sirianni blew his first introductory press conference for a lot of reasons, but mostly because he couldn't just get up there and be like, yeah, Carson's not going to be the guy. Like he had to answer tough Carson questions because they were dancing around it so much. Like this team, for better or worse, and it ended up being to some degree worse, although better because they got the draft pick, they bent over backward for Carson and Carson showed a lack of loyalty. The first time things went wrong, he bounced. He bounced on him, right? The first time he could, he bounced and went decided to go to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is now showing him the same type of loyalty he showed the Eagles. So what goes around comes around. Chris Ballard and Frank Reich are clearly ditching him and at the very worst or best for him are just embarrassing him publicly, right? So like, I don't want to see Carson go through rough things. Like I said, my initial reaction when I saw him on the sideline was I felt bad for him because I'm sure he was scared and it wasn't something fun to go through. But like what goes around comes around and he forced his way out to a better situation, showed a lack of loyalty to the Eagles. And now he's getting that lack of loyalty right back.
0: I, I got nothing. To add. I, I, I have a million things to say about Carson. You said that perfectly. It's perfect. Thank, Thank you.
2: What goes, it's so true. It's so
0: true. It's exactly what happened here. And he, and, and, to all the people out there who said, oh, the fans ran Carson out of Philly. The fans ran Carson. Are you going to say that about the Colts fans when he's gone on Indianapolis? Because I'm guessing well, they're the Colts even fans...
2: more savage. Yeah, like, that's at, my point. That's what I'm saying. That's literally what I'm like...
0: saying. That's my point. I'm like, because they're, they're saying the exact same things we were saying. Like, so suck it. We were right. Elliot was like extra super right. Suck mm. it, you all. Suck. This is great. I'm so, I'm, I'm not, again. Again, I don't, to your point, like I do, as a human being, I don't ever, you know, we've never had a bad thing to say about Carson as like a, a person outside of football and, uh, you know, him outside of him being a baby and not taking accountability and all that type of stuff. Like as a football <laughs> Outside guy. of him being a baby, you've never yeah. said anything. And, and it, yeah, I mean, just it wasn't severe freaking lack accountability. of loyalty. Just take some freaking yeah. accountability. Like, please. It would change everything in my eyes. But regardless, um, you know, I, but I don't want to get like too excited about him failing. It's just like, it does feel like that. like I can't lie, I do feel a little vindicated. I do feel a little like, you know, like, yeah, like to your point, Elliot, like this is what you deserved. I'm sorry. Like you treated us like crap. Like you you know what, earmuffs. One, two, three. You treated us like shit. Like he treated. us I just really don't think like that's an earmuff shit. word. But Okay, you're probably right. You're probably right. F- parents who who uh enjoy the earmuffs, chime in. Let us know. Is shit an earmuff Because 'Cause I'm not sure. It's a good question. Yeah.
2: Um but he what did. would you say it to Zoe?
0: Yeah, well, I say everything to Zoe. I'm not, you know. Well, how about that? She's also too young to like really understand it. Like, that's true. Sometimes, you know, earmuffs one two three. Sometimes she'll be like, "Oh fuck," and I'll be like, "Oh no, we, oh, wow. should, we should we should not do that." Sometimes it's in like once or twice she's done it, but when she did right, it, okay. I mean, it's more funny than not. But that's that's beside the point. Um, she doesn't do it in school or anything like that, and she only did it like once or twice. Um, hearing me say it. It's all right. So we the, trust your good parents. Yeah, you don't have to it. I'm, I'm a fantastic it. parent. Yeah. I am a, yes. a high-level parent. I feel very good about my parenting skills. I love her with all my heart, um, which I think yeah. is the biggest key. Um But, um, and, and now, you know, anyway. Um, I, I think Carson just- What goes around know, comes around. Well, yeah. I think Carson treated us poorly, and, and you know, now it's, it's coming back around on him, and, you know, it is what it is. All right. Um, quickly, and then we'll get to our picks. The coach firings, um, you know, I, I was- I hadn't thought about it. I mean, it's obvious because it's been such an issue in the NFL for so long, and it's—it's it's frankly, you know, astounding how bad it has gotten, how embarrassing it is. But when Adam Schefter tweeted out that Mike Tomlin is the only black coach in the NFL, I was like, again, wow! I didn't realize I yeah, didn't see that tweet. He is the only black coach in the NFL after Flores and Collier are fired. Is a, is just unbelievable to me. That is clearly something the NFL, you know, has had an issue with for a long time, and and just earmuffs one to three like what the fuck man like what the fuck it is crazy to me but um uh you know overall um and obviously i I know you agree and all that but i just i couldn't believe it when i saw it and and i think it's obviously something the nfl really really needs to to work on we all know that that's an understatement but um you know overall uh i think seven head coach openings eight firings if you count vasachi i'm guessing he's probably gonna keep that job now and obviously if he wins a playoff game i think he definitely does um, but what stood out to you from the whole, you know, since we talked, you know, there were really no firings, you know, a couple um, Sunday, you know, Saturday we had the, um, uh, after Saturday we had a firing, but but not a ton to talk about. Joe um, Judge. Joe Judge happened after we talked. Obviously that's a massive one and we're all just totally devastated. Brian Flores, you know, my dude. Your boy. Shocking one there. That was a true shocker. and uh, And also the idea that, you know, I think, you know, Good chance Doug gets one of these jobs. What are your thoughts on the whole head
2: coaching market? And uh, I know we both agree we're
0: pretty psyched we're not on it. It's nice to have Nick. Yeah,
2: so I actually don't think the Raiders are going to keep that guy. I understand why they would, but I just kind of don't think they're going to. Can you
0: imagine –
2: Poor guy. Honestly, yeah, I can't. Like, like I we don't, didn't I mean, he's talk a special about teams, it. coach. I, mean, I,
0: I know, but like, we didn't talk about it. But like in reality, we talked about Vrabel. We talked about Zach Taylor. We talked about Sirianni. Like, Rick, Rich Pasadiya deserves coach of the year votes. Like, yeah. with that, I mean, you look at what happened with that team this year. I mean, they had a player go saying. to prison. Just, like, a player's never going to play a game again. Like, they had another
2: DUI. They had
0: like all these things. That like, the Gruden thing. Like, it's just what that guy did. I think is incredibly impressive.
2: I just think if they were going to keep him, they would have done it already. Probably. Like, what's you already have him? Like, just take the interim thing off. But regardless, like, I do think Doug's going to get a job. Where I look at, I think Doug's going to end up on the Giants. Unfortunately, oh, no. but don't know.
0: Wash your mouth out with soap, Elliot.
2: That's no, just my prediction. No, but no, I'm not okay
0: with that. Like, I'm actually not okay with that. I actually think someone should get to Doug and say, take the Bears job, take another job. Like, like you can't do that, Eagles. Doug should it's take the right. Jacksonville job. It would not, I actually
2: think Jacksonville is the best job out. It
0: there. would not be right
2: for Doug Peterson to be the Giants head coach like it's just not if I if I were Doug I would do I think Jacksonville but like Minnesota is kind of attractive too like they have a ton of Justin
0: Fields it's a a signature franchise like I would take the yeah but they suck
2: man yeah
0: but they got Justin Fields
2: but there's a ton of pressure I know I would I, I look I think that this is kind of like a rare situation where there's a lot of good jobs in a way. Like Trevor Lawrence is on one, even though I'm not super high. And him, Justin Fields is there. I'm like back, the Raiders are Trevor Lawrence, team. by the way. I'm back. Yeah, I'm not all the way there, that but yeah, he, he agreed and he made a really nice play for a touchdown yeah. in that game. But and I I, think and that I, I forgot be
0: how bad like rookie quarterbacks have. I mean, Peyton Manning threw the most interceptions in the history of
2: football in his rookie year. Like you know,
0: I I, I don't I just know, didn't like him coming into and, the draft either. Yeah, so. we were different on that.
2: Right, but no, I think Doug's definitely going to get a job, for sure. I do think it's funny how Denver is almost interviewing like exclusively defensive coaches. It's like, didn't you just learn your lesson? Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like every report I've seen linked to them has been a defensive guy.
0: Yeah, that's weird. That is surprising. But I mean, I guess a young defensive guy instead of an old defensive guy, potentially. Gannon, is yeah. Gannon, oh please, Denver! If you're listening, I know you're big fans of the Go Birds podcast out be in Denver. What you wish they, for, James? F- Jonathan Gannon, he's your yeah uh, swap. We could just take F- Fangio. That would be heaven. Give me Fangio.
2: Here's a quick thought, and I know we'll get into this more if the situation arises. Yes, so,
0: I would take Mike Zimmer. Yes, I, I would, would be take a
2: little Fangio. worried. I'd be a little worried about bringing in like a Fangio Zimmer. I think Flores will get a head coaching job, but like oh, I'd be a little worried. Will. Yeah, I think he will. But like, I would be a little worried about bringing in a Jim Schwartz type of guy, just because I feel like, even though Sirianni's won the locker room over, he's still young. Like, I I would just be a little worried about doing that oh, from like don't a culture doubt perspective.
0: Nick, Nick,
2: Nick, I'm a well, Look at you! You wanted to
0: fire him Nick's two months ago. Un- no,
2: yeah, it never happened.
0: No, you can't find that audio anywhere, Nick. Nick is unassailable. No one can master all right. that guy. That would be my worry. Someone <laughs> will walk worry. in and be like, this is my new favorite person. I love this guy. I'll go to war for him. You know? That's
2: nice. Yeah, I agree. I just, I don't know. I would not say I wouldn't do it, but I just, I'll have to be honest with the Birds listeners. Like that, that's my concern.
0: I think it's fair, a, a fair concern and I appreciate it. I disagree. All right. Um, anything else football wise before we get to, you know, all the football games this weekend?
2: Hmm. I can't really think of anything. To be quite honest, okay, good. I do think we've they'll gotten move on all the talking wins. out.
0: You yeah, know? I really, they'll you think they will wins. move on? Wow, I, yeah. I, 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 didn't think they would, and then Ballard's comments today made me think they would. So yeah, I think they definitely will.
2: Yeah, Look, let's put
0: no, let's play,
2: let's put it this way: they're certainly going to try to.
0: You know, yeah, they'll explore all options. Yeah. Can you okay. imagine him being a backup? And I think there's a oh.
2: non-zero percent chance Carson just retires.
0: Yeah, well, I think he won't because of the money, but you never know. I mean, that's a lot of money to give up
2: um yeah it is a but lot the money's gone you know like like if they're if they move on from carson and like cut him or trade him like that money's gone so right but I don't know what but getting. he still gets guaranteed he still has guaranteed money coming his way doesn't he i mean i think he's gotten his whole signing bonus so oh, I don't
0: know what else would all be
2: right well then i don't know i don't know then now he'll get a new deal from another team but it might be like you know six million to be a backup yeah well like that's different
0: i don't think you i that's an interesting point he might you're right he might retire Wow, that wouldn't that be something? Wow. We never
2: have to work again. Like honestly, if yeah. I like Carson, just retire, man. Like, well, I that's what it was like, thing, but like
0: like David Collie, like chill. yeah, I like the David Collie thing. Like and everyone and I think rightfully so everyone was like ripping Houston, being like this guy never had a chance here. They talked about being one and they and it's all true. And it's all BS and it's a horrible franchise. And you were absolutely right. The Eagles are nowhere near that type of franchise. Thank you. Um but he made twenty two million dollars for one year. I was like, you know what? I'm sure as as upset as David Culley is that he, you know, is not that coach anymore and that he got a raw deal. He would do it again in a second. Twenty two million dollars. That is like your oh, family's. Fit. He was a special teams coordinator. Like, like I dude, think David I, Culley. I is, don't know if this like says pretty, pretty stoked about my competitive with fire the amount of money he got out of it. I would be at least, dude.
2: It. like if I got fired as a head coach, I guarantee you I will never work another day in my life. Like, are you serious? $22 million? Like, (laughs) dude, (laughs) it's like, what am I going to go out there and like try super hard again? Like, mm-hmm. screw that. Like, I'm going to relax. I'm going to vacation. <laughs> He's already old. Like, oh, there's no doubt in my mind. If I got in the team has to pay me, like yeah. I'm still getting biweekly paid yep. however they get paid, you yep. know, like yep. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: Elliot, we, no w- brainer. We could not be more on the same page. I'm always same page. I'm always like the people were like, if I won the lottery, I would go back to work today. I'm like, no, no bleeping way. Like, are you out of your mind? I'm well, put gone. It this way. I'm gone. I,
2: I might continue my job. But just only the parts I like, the difference is he's going to have to go get a job that's like a lot of work and there's pressure and like, you know, and those are aspects for our job, too. But like, it's very different than trying to become an NFL head coach again. All right, let's chalk that. Let's make our picks
0: for the weekend. It's funny because I I didn't count them up, but like we had a great week last week. The week that we we, the week that we were like, yeah, let's not even keep track anymore. We absolutely crushed it. So, nice, Um, yeah. Um, all Hopefully right people used it let's get to it uh uh the quest to go undefeated throughout the playoffs begins now elliot i'm sure we will do it um if nothing else let's try and have a winning weekend what do you think yeah let's right. do it together all right together i like it all right saturday games have you seen the lines or now
2: i have I, I so i know the eagles one's the biggest but like i have not Second i don't biggest. remember it
0: off the top of my head Second oh biggest. yeah
2: yeah you're right because i the yes you're right. all right. right
0: um all right well then take a guess
2: uh vegas at the Bengals. I'm gonna go Bengals minus five and a half. Oh wow, buddy! You didn't is that right? It. Yes. Boom. What? There we go. Whoa. I like it. Whoa. I don't know who the pick is there.
0: I don't either, dude. I so I here's I'll talk it out. Like I I think the Bengals are better. Obviously, like I I love Joe Burrow. I'm all in on him. But, like, this Raiders team is weird, man. And, like, they, they find ways to, like, hang in these games and win these games. And, like, you know, it is a young Bengals team. And it's the freaking Bengals. Like, I don't know. We're, we're,
2: you know, I honestly not well, did you see that? Know. Did you see that Dan Orlosky tweet? And it's a bit skewed because, like, you know, some of this is college and whatever. Like, in must-win games in Joe Burrow's career, he's, like, Six and zero oh, with twenty seven touchdowns and zero interceptions. Love
0: this, love this. Thank you so you meeting my boy Joe. I'm taking the I'm taking the Bengals with the points. Yeah, well, we have to. Aren't we picking with the points or no?
2: Well, I just mean I'm just curious in general.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, no, I'm gonna, gonna the, lay okay, the points. Yeah. I'm gonna pick the okay. Bengals. <laughs> what else
2: would I be doing? I think the Bengals
0: well, I'm win, just curious, but I'm not making, making a win. win. Yeah. yeah, I'm making okay. the pick. I'm picking the
2: Bengals. All right, I'll take the Bengals. I don't want to root for the Raiders. No, so. no fun. Um, all right, it's at uh, home. Like the Raiders barely got in. Like I could see the Bengals being and more. And
0: Raiders the have to play Raiders. the last game on Sunday, then go and yeah, play. And the Bengals get to rest game. their
2: starters.
0: So, um, all right, uh, Saturday night Patriots at Bills.
2: This is a great game. I'm super excited for this one. A lot of good games, honestly. Patriots at Bills. Bills minus three. Close four. Mm. Okay.
0: I'm taking the Bills. I, I I they were my Super Bowl pick. I have wavered on it throughout the course of the season obviously. I still I don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. The, uh, like I think Green Bay is the best team, but like, you know, Rodgers has lost in the championship game a bunch of times recently, so
2: we'll see. Um but I, I I'm going to ride my Bills right now. I think I am too. Mac Jones, I just I don't know. I think he's cooled off. He's a rookie. Road playoff game. I will say the Bills beat the Patriots last time, if I'm not mistaken. And so there's part of me that's like Belichick second time well third, well, third. time. But they, like
0: each one won. It's the rubber match.
2: I think they I think they're at home. I think they win. I'll take the Bills. Okay. Uh
0: we'll we'll save the Eagles for last. Uh Niners at Cowboys. What is your guess on the line? Another good one. Um, it's a classic NFL matchup, like '90s. So I'll be like honest, when I was like a kid, like a, like a teenager, watch football. Kid watching football, like Niners Cowboys is
2: like go to. So I'll be honest and say that I think I heard this line. Isn't it uh, Cowboys minus three? So it was. It is now Cowboys minus three and a
0: half. Okay, so it's being bad up. Um, I mean, I this is I my favorite. This is my favorite line of the week. I absolutely love the Niners. I would take the Niners money line, especially the hook. Look, 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 Dallas sucks. All right, we all know that. But, like, outside of that and whole Jimmy thing. Jimmy G's a winner. That whole thing, like, I think the Niners are better. Like, at least right now at this moment. Like, Dallas is, like, I don't know, kind of a mess. Ugh, and was I've celebrating hands fraud, though. Ce- celebrating beating up on the Eagles backups. Like, they won the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. I just don't trust Dallas in this spot, and, and the Niners, like, the, I don't know. The Niners showed me something in that win against the Rams. Like, yeah, I thought that game yeah. was over, and they fought, They fought, man. Like, I don't know. I really like the Niners. You know I've liked the Niners all year off I and know. on. I'm with you on this um, one. So, I feel so really good about upset. it with the points. I feel really good about it with the points, and I think they're going to win the game. All
2: right. All right. Uh, Steelers and Chiefs. So, I think this one's, like, it's probably been bet up, but, like, ten and a half. It 11. is more than that. Yeah, it is 12 and a half. Wow. I I actually love the Steelers plus 12 and a half. So,
0: I <laughs> man. I don't know if I could do it. Um I I Dude, le- the
2: Chiefs play down to their competition.
0: Yeah, I know, but I mean like God, Ben is so 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 bad. Um I yeah, do I guess like- they win that yeah. I do like what Ben was doing, though. You see the whole Ben thing where he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, we're like a 20 point underdog. Like, we're just yeah, but I thought it was on top. It was a like, little too obvious. I thought it was so obvious. obvious that yeah, it was wasn't. a little too obvious. Ah. <sighs> All right, we're taking the ride together. Why not? We've picked every yeah. game the same so far, so I'll, I'll go with the Steelers with you.
2: Um, I mean, Tomlin a a lot of points. In the it playoffs is a lot against of Mike Tomlin. like.
0: I still think the Chiefs, you know what? No, I'm going, with my God. I think the Chiefs route him.
2: All right. Right.
0: I don't know though The Chiefs looked really weird In that game against Denver And they had to win it For the two seed. Yeah Alright
2: Yeah I don't even know Dude 12 Are and you... a half points That's a lot of points
0: I'm gonna take the Chiefs We have to have one different I'll take the Chiefs
2: Alright Fair enough
0: uh, Cardinals or Rams <sighs> Exciting game I guess But just Not really don't... I think it's kind of like a Yeah play. I And it same thing With Patriots-Bills But like I am absolutely Not a fan of the The three-peats Like in the first round Like later that's fine But like like I think it's way more fun to see teams that didn't play during yeah. the regular season face each other also or whatever.
2: Like, Stafford's kind of a fraud. Kingsbury is yeah, definitely a fraud. I don't like either of them. Like,
0: I don't want to bet on either of these
2: teams. So Rams minus two four. Okay, wrong wrong way on that. Um, I would take the Rams minus four, I I,
0: think. I am too. I just don't like it. They were my other Super. Bowl. Yeah, I, my, my Bills Rams Super Bowl pick. I'll just bet with it. All right. Um. I think you're clearly obviously taking the points in the Eagles game, right? I think the
2: Eagles plus eight and a half is the best bet of the weekend. I love it.
0: I love it. Um I too am taking the Eagles with the points. I think they keep it close, but I just I I I think they can win the game. I don't think they're going to. I think they lose by like a touchdown or like, you know, sadly, like the last one, six points. Um right. tell people why you're like fifty fifty and why you actually think they can win this game.
2: Because my only real concern is the Eagles' defensive line versus the Buccaneers' offensive line. Like, that's it. Like, that's what they need to go right. I think the offense is going to score. Uh, Like, I don't think the Bucs' back seven is that good. The Bucs are banged up. It's tough to repeat. Like, all those things. Like, Tom Brady, if you look at that first game, like, the offense played so bad. And I know the defense, the Bucs took their foot off the pedal. But, like, the Eagles' offense is so much better than they were before. The Bucs don't have Chris Godwin. They don't have Antonio Brown. So, to me, it just really comes down to, like, Can I pick them to beat Tom Brady? And, like, will the defensive line get pressure on Tom Brady? Like, that's it. That's the whole question. And, like, the logical answer is probably no. Like, probably no, right? But I also think back, and this is maybe stretching it, but tell me what you think. Like, I think back to that Atlanta game. And, like, after they rested their starters last week. And, like, Nick Sirianni coming in with, like, a fresh game plan. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, I just... I just feel like they have one more win in them. Like, one more, like, shock the world, everything is better than people thought moment. And, like, I think the Bucs are beatable. Like, I think it's, it. I think, like, with the Tom Brady thing, it's kind of overthinking it a little. I just think they're beatable. I really has gotten in my head to Sirianni saying, we wanted Jalen Healthy to do everything we wanted to do. I think the defense has improved. Like, so I love the eight and a half. And I just, the rain is on their side, Maybe. I don't know. I just, I think they win. Like, I just, I, it's not a strong gut feeling. Like there's been games in the past. Like I was sure that they were going to beat the saints last year when Jalen hurt started. Like there has been moments and you've done the pod with me long enough where like, I am sure that they are going to win a game. I don't have that level of confidence. I have not been able to get there, but I do lean like 51, 49 Eagles. So I'm going to pick the Eagles 20 or no, uh, 32, 27. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Let's go. I'll take them to
0: lose. Uh, uh, thirty-one to twenty-three. Twenty? No, thirty-one. Thirty-one to twenty-four.
2: I think if it's close, they win, and if it's a blowout, they lose. That I makes think sense. like I right. think if they can play with them, they'll find a way to win the game. I but there is a chance that they just you know they just like blow it. So all that's right. certainly. Possible.
0: I love it. I'm going to put the parlay together for us here because I think there was three games we clearly felt the best about. I think we feel the best about the Bills at minus four. The Eagles obviously a plus eight and a half and the Niners a plus three and a half. Yes. So I think we just do that. We don't mess around because we're a little unsure about the others. 10 to win 56. No, you know what? It's the playoffs. 20. The yeah, let's go. You know what? 25. 25 to like 141. That's what we're doing. So the I Bills like minus four, the Eagles plus, six and a half, or plus eight and a half, and the Niners plus three and a half. 25 to win 141. Let's. Go, Elliot Shore Parks. All right. I like um, it. Saturday, one to three WIP. We will be obviously at, talking about this game. Uh, any other thoughts before we get out of here?
2: No, I'm I have no one more thought, final thoughts. One thought. And it's
0: just outside. for you when you get down in Tampa, I want you to make sure that you don't get jarred because it is a pirate themed stadium, Elliot. So there are going to be at least one and maybe multiple Trevor chests around. Okay, so just be careful oh, there. With, you go. You see what there I it did. Is. There?
2: There it is. Now I have been to the stadium before, but it? yes, how about it? Yeah. That's
0: that's yeah. for the that's for the hour five minute into the pod. True, real ones, real ones who listen closely to the pod. If you got that one, you're my people right there. You're I like it. Um, all right, uh, beat the box, go birds. We'll talk to you on Saturdays on MJ.